Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? It's rolling great. Uh, we just watched the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. We, um, oh, there's see, there's a baby again. I thought we got rid of the baby uh, last episode. I know. What do you want me to do? He literally started crying as we pressed record. It's fine. It's very in the background. They probably can't even hear it. Yeah. Hopefully, he won't destroy another podcast like he did last week. Listen, if the biggest problem with the podcast is we're too good at being dads. Mm. Yeah. What can we do? My wife just gave me a death stare. I'll pay for it later. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't the death stare enough? You're going to pay for it later? That's what... What if you never leave the podcast? Then she can't yell at you. I, I asked I asked her to get him. She rolled her eyes and gave me a death stare. I'm like, oh, but she's doing it. That's good. And she picked up the baby and gave it to me. So I'm holding him. Boo. But he's quiet now. So as long as he's not like last night. You, you pacifier people? We don't really do pacifiers. Uh, he, this one's not interested in it. Yeah. It's, it's an offer. Kids don't want it, it, it's on the table. It's an option. But he's not interested. Yeah. Well, some yeah. of our kids never took it. You don't, want to be, you don't want to be the kid who's still like asking for a pacifier when they can speak, you know? Yeah. All right. So Royal right. Rumble. So I, I, my kids were going to watch it with me tonight. And then they um, had various punishments. So they did not get to watch it go to bed without Ooh. watching. It was punishments. a snow day today. Did you do like the, the WWE moves on them as their punishments? <laughs> that would be very fitting. No, but so I said to them, I said, do anybody you know get a, curb stomped? Do you know what a Royal Rumble is? And they knew because they were very excited. Because my Kobe, my second one, he reminds me, yeah, you finished in second place last time. You almost won. I assume. Did I finish second in the Renap Royal Rumble? In the second one, yes. You, yeah. it was in the first one, I was a clown. Carl. In the second one, I knew I lasted a while. I don't remember what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. Oh, Craigless Carl won. Oh, okay. All right. Yes, Craigless Carl won. Um, and so, and I said to them, I said, well, yeah, but this is a real one with real people, not not a video game. And that blew their mind. They couldn't believe that was a thing. So they were excited to watch it, but uh, they did not get to do so. So I watched it solo. Um, yeah, Royal Rumble, one of the most fun events of the year. Um, let's start with, and we've, we, this is, I think, the fourth time we watched the Royal Rumble. Other than that, we don't watch a lot of wrestling. I used to watch every week, and I have not, I after the Royal Rumble last year, I watched WrestleMania, most of it, which was... Peak COVID, so there was not one person in the building, but it was also before they had what we're about to talk about, I think, which is like, which is the Thunderdome, mm-hmm. right? Um, so it was an empty, it was it was like a small empty NXT studio in in uh, in you know the Orlando area, wherever they their headquarters are. I and, thought they said uh, Tropicana Field. No, no, this is I'm talking about last year, the, oh, the WrestleMania, oh, okay. before they had all the tech stuff. I thought their headquarters were in Connecticut or something. The offices are in Connecticut, but like the okay. wrestlers uh, work out of Florida. 
mm-hmm. like the corporate offices are in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Um, but and it, like the the development center and everything is in Florida, so the wrestlers mostly live down there. Um, so anyway, it was very weird WrestleMania, and then I have not watched basically a second since then. Okay. Um, yeah. In the in the interim, just to give you like a little bit of a heads up, AEW, which is their new. Remember when WWE was popular in the '90s, and then then um, there was uh, WCW sort of. Uh, uh, what's it called? Like uh, went up against them every week. Oh, and vaguely. they had like they had real competition. So anyway, this was something on TNT on Monday nights, right? Yes, exactly. Exactly. So this um, it's happening now because the the cons, the Jaguars owner owned AEW. They have very deep pockets and they've put a lot of money into it. They they bought one of the WWE's three or four biggest stars, plus Chris Jericho, who you probably remember from back in the day and a, and a bunch of other guys. And um, they beat them a lot of weeks in the ratings. So, you know, they're not the only show in town anymore. So, like, that's sort of what we're entering 2021 in the WWE on. Again, I'm not watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't watch the men's rumble. I have no idea what's going on with the women right now. Um, last year we watched both, but we only watched the men's. I didn't want to subject you to two hours, so we did one hour. I'm more familiar yeah. with, with the men. Yeah, I mean, uh, having watched the last couple, I definitely – I thought I would recognize most of these guys. I recognized some. I did not recognize nearly as many as I thought I would. Yeah, I mean, it is a lot of the same names. There aren't there weren't a lot of, like, young talents here because there's, there's so many guys. You know, what they did um, – and they've done this a bunch of times over the last decade or two – is that they split up Raw and SmackDown means, like, you're either on Monday night on Raw or on Friday night on SmackDown. Okay. And the two only meet at the pay-per-views. So, which means the rosters are enormous, also, because they also have a third thing, NXT, which is like the minor leagues, but that's you know that's also very popular, and and a lot of people is that's their favorite because it's like the higher level of wrestling. So, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of mouths to feed in this thirty man rumble. So, mm-hmm. not you know, not everyone's going to get in. The the women, they don't have a 30, 30 woman deep roster yet, so you know they'll have more randos and people. And you still did get here a few people who are not, um, you know, who are maybe like. Uh, past stars you know people from like you know 1998 or 2006 who came back uh so how do you want to do this first of all what do you think about the package like as presented with no fans in the building i thought the sound effects i thought the crowd noise was pretty good mm-hmm. now the crowd is a bigger part of wrestling than any other sport yeah but it was much better than i thought like from like the the chat you know the the patron chat was pretty active during wrestlemania or Royal Rumble, whatever this thing is called and i i sort of left it because i didn't want to get spoiled by anything since i was mm-hmm. watching it later but i thought i saw people complaining about that but i didn't think it was so bad yeah so the thunderdome is basically i don't even like know how to, it, it's essentially what the nba had um in um for in you know in the orlando bubble but for but like times a lot it's like 2000 screens or something like that like it, and i does it go across does it go across every all four or th- all three sides or do they just not show the third side are they only showing action from two sides i wasn't paying attention to that but oh. i think they are because the camera cuts are very jerk herky even more herky jerky than normal so i it wouldn't shock me because they never show you empty stands so i am not sure if if it, it definitely doesn't go on the entrance side like there's no cameras there so it's at most on three sides. I'm not sure. They what because it's Florida and they could do whatever they want. I believe they wanted to have fans for the Royal Rumble, but because this is where they're filming all their shows now, it would have been incredibly uh, complicated and probably logistically impossible to take out this Thunderdome just for a night or two. Okay. So they did. So even though they could have had fans, they just didn't. Uh, this was in Tropicana Field, right? Uh, worst baseball stadium, but it, it you know it felt uh, didn't seem so big. 
Yeah. I've been in I've been in Tropicana Field. Um uh, but for WrestleMania, they will be in Raymond James with fans. They haven't said how many yet, but they're going to have fans for WrestleMania. They moved the back a couple weeks, I guess, by them time. And it could end up backfiring. Who knows? Uh, but uh, yeah, April 10th and 11th, they're going to do two nights for WrestleMania with some fans. Um, all right. I mean, I guess we get into the rumble. Yeah, so you hear the fans. The, the, I think the, the general crowd noise is fake. Right, but then you sure. hear, but you do hear the fans cheering. Like you will hear one of the great parts about the rumbles: everyone counting down ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four. Oh, so that was real. That. I assume that was fake. It might have been fake. I'm not sure. But I want to know, and maybe we could have had like an expert on for this. How do they ensure that the two thousand people on screen are not making like obscene gestures and stuff? You know, aren't the real fans making obscene gestures like at an actual <laughs> wrestling match? I, not as much now. I mean, that's a good point, but then you'd be ejected. You know what I mean? Like, what are the stakes? Like, you well, how, go- how obscene are we talking? I guess. I don't know. What if question. you your butt or something? I don't know. No, no, a butt. Don't want to see a butt. <laughs> but like, even if it was a sign that said like, you know, f so and so, like, I wonder how don't, how quickly don't, they, can take they don't that. have those in wrestling. You're not they do. To say they that. do, but but you they are pretty strict nowadays with signs. It's not like the old days. They're, okay. They're, and also, it's like you're less likely to do it if you're already paying a lot of money. And going to the, you know, driving and paying for parking just to, like, get kicked out immediately for your, you know, F uh, uh, Jeff Hardy sign or whatever yeah. versus um, if you're just like on a Zoom. signing. It's free, like signing up on a Zoom, basically. Yeah. It's literally yeah. free to, to be one of those people. Oh, OK. So so the first two first two wrestlers, uh, which are, are, were decided before, you know, before this um, starts off with the edge. Do you remember the edge at all from back in the day? No, he has he has like these crazy eyes. I don't know who he is. He has it's almost like a Michael Shannon vibe. Actually, no, I have a better call. He looks like Max Dad from Always Sunny. Okay. And then yeah. he's got the real crazy eyes. And then he runs out of the ring to attack the second guy, which is like you think if you're first or you're early on, you're gonna try and like conserve your energy, you know? Yes, yes. And only two people going to this had ever won from the first spot. Uh, Edge draws the Spoiler. first spot. A lot of times as a punishment. Well, I didn't say who wins. I just said yeah. two people had won. And and um. So the Edge um, had one of the most famous retirements in the history of wrestling. You should know Why? he had a neck injury, and okay. he and he had a very famous segment. You can watch it on YouTube. It's very emotional, where he retires in like uh, 2011. Like didn't you know, Daniel the, Bryan have something similar with cancer? Y- yes. So uh, ironically, yes, Edge and Daniel Bryan, uh, two of the main people in this match, uh, both had very like legitimate non-work. Retirements and Christian, who comes back, and that's a that major factor later in the in the thing. Oh yeah, all, that's another guy to know. All his full name is Christian. Uh, his wrestler name is always is, is Christian, and he's Edge's sort of like sidekick, kind of. Okay. His real name is not Christian; it's William. Uh, both <laughs> Canadians. Both these guys are Canadians. But Edge, who has great intro music, um, was always like a B plus A minus guy, but then sort of ascended to the top, and then got hurt. Like at you know at sort of the very prime, so he was always loved. Nobody really ever thought it was even an option for him to come back, but then he did come back. I guess his neck magically got better with a decade off, um, and he hasn't really wrestled also in most of the year. Randy Orton, who comes out second, is like the main bad guy. He's always in the championship picture, really never at the rung below that. But people don't really like him. He's got one famous move, right, the RKO out of nowhere, which is pretty cool. But people don't. Uh, like he's a bad guy who you who who you sort of like think he's a douche, but y- you know what I mean. You don't like have strong reactions to him. Like nobody likes him, but also he's not. Hate, you don't care about him. I don't know, but he's just like uh, you know one of their biggest names at this point. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, and he has a lot of bad tattoos. And also, like, it used to be him and John Cena, but John Cena is like a, is actually like a Hollywood star now, so he's really one of their old school guys who's just around. Yeah, can I say I was a little disappointed to see Samoa Joe in the booth because that was a guy I remembered from previous yeah. Royal Rumbles, and that means we're not getting him in the fight. Or let me ask you, has anybody ever been called from the booth like a surprise call up, or yeah. is, is it like getting an Ali and Shul where you don't necessarily know, or the yes. thirty guys have to be backstage? No, no, no. Um, I, one of the rest, one of the announcers who is not a wrestler uh, has. I, I, if maybe I think maybe all three announcers one year got called. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm mixing that up, but yeah, announcers. Have so you could be called you could before. be called even if you're not backstage. Even if you, uh, technically, if you're not in the in the arena, you could get called. I don't think that's ever happened. Yeah, and and then you're supposed to act all surprised. Right, what? and then the question yeah. is, what happens if you get called, but you're not, like, you get beat up on the way to the ring? Like, then do you count, or does someone take your spot? That's a big argument always. Mm. Yeah. Um, a, lot of, a lot of rules. Um, yeah. So, Sami Zayn comes out next. Uh, Wait, he so has t- Randy Orton yeah. is the name of the second guy, right? Yes, Randy Orton's the second guy. Okay, his, they... his, his father is Cowboy Bob Orton, who, like, so he's, like, also wrestling royalty. Right. Um, Sammy Zayn, they deal. say, is a conspiracy guy. What does that mean? Like MAGA? Q? What are we talking here? No, well, it's funny because in real life, he's like probably the wokest guy in WWE. But I, I mm. but I guess in the show right now, he's a conspiracy guy. I don't know. Now, his shirt watching. says on it, I'm the Intercontinental Champion. So is he actually or is that a conspiracy? I don't think he is. I, I believe he's not. Because so, they called somebody else the Intercontinental Champion. So was and, he like the Intercontinental Champion matchup loser, and he said there was some chicanery afoot? Like, is that like the implication? I'm there, guessing or? there's chicanery afoot. Let's see. Mm. On November 22nd at Survivor Series, Zayn was defeated by by Bobby Lashley, and then mm. he lost the Intercontinental Title on December 25th on SmackDown to Big E. So yeah, he is not, but he claims he is. Okay, so that's the conspiracy part, I guess. I guess he's a conspiracy. That's like an interesting. I, I guess they didn't go feel Q. Uh, which is ironic because a lot of the people probably in their boardroom are probably full <laughs> Q. But um, but yeah, but uh, that's a, that's like sort of a funny gimmick. Mm. Uh, and then Mustafa Ali. Yeah, comes he looks up like next. he's five nine, maybe one hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah. Now I know you don't. Oh, like I'll say one hundred and seventy if we include his hair. You think the small guys should not be able to win the Royal Rumble? That's usually your take. He's listed as five ten, one eighty two, and you're saying that's generous. Well, but I mean, all wrestling sizes are generous. Yeah, I mean, sometimes they'll they'll round down, but usually they round up, yeah. Why would they ever round down? What incentive would they have to do that? Sometimes they want someone to be, like, cruiserweight style. They want them, like, they literally have something called 205 Live, which you're supposed to be under 205 pounds for. So, like, if someone was really 220, they'd probably lie. Um, so, yeah, uh, Sami Zayn, Mustafa Ali, then Jeff Hardy comes out. Do you remember the Hardy brothers? They were what, the high-flying ladder guys. No, the Hardy No, boys. this guy like, looks like a juggalo. Yeah, I mean he's very old. His brother is is I believe in the other one in mm-hmm. AEW at okay. this point. Yeah, um, they had a very cool comeback a few years ago. But yeah, he's forty three, but he's a very old forty three. Meaning that they're guys who were like forty three and still in their prime. He's forty three, going on a hundred. You know. Okay. Uh so yeah, Jeff Hardy, Dolph Ziggler yeah. comes out next. Do you remember Dolph Ziggler? Yeah, I do remember him. He also he attacks Edge with a steel chair, which is like a classic wrestling move. So I like mm-hmm. that. But as soon as he does it, four refs come out of nowhere. So, like, what rules are these guys enforcing here? You yeah, the refs the the during chair? the Rumble, I guess, like, they're they're not always... First of all, a lot of them are backstage. At this point, Orton is injured, so he's backstage. Who knows where injured. the refs are. Yeah. By the uh, way, it, it was the most obvious thing in the world that Orton is, is going to come back at the end and either win yeah. or... Like, Magically, the right. announcers never remember. The announcers never remember who's out. Because yeah. this has happened a few times in the last decade. This happens every time that I've seen it. Yeah, and the announcers just... Either a guy hides underneath... Plum for God. disappears. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, Ziggler like tried to make it for many years as a comedian. 
Uh, he dated Amy Schumer right before she got really famous for a while. Um, but uh, it, Ziggler's like the ultimate B guy. Like he, if he's in the title picture, it's for like one match and he loses. Uh, but he's been around forever. They said it's his 14th Royal Rumble, which is a lot. Yes, it sounds like a lot. Although Kane uh, comes out for the 18th time, I think. They yeah, say. well, yeah, Kane, but Kane is like, you know, another Madrega up, another level up. Uh, then Shinsuke Nakamura comes out. We, I believe we watched two years ago when Nakamura won, right? Do you remember that? Nakamura uh, won the Rumble a couple of years ago. Vaguely. Uh, so right, it, it seems like right now he's more of like a comedy heel type. Like he's not in the title picture at all, it, Nakamura. But um, he was at a time like the best wrestler and very popular. Yeah. Uh, now, that, yeah. yeah, Carlito, so, who's one Z- of these Ziggler, like Ziggler eliminates Hardy. Oh yeah, Ziggler Ziggler knocks out uh, yeah. Jeff Hardy. Carlito's got like chia pet hair, and then he also yeah. has an apple. What, what's with the apple? I don't know. It's part of his shtick. I don't. I wasn't really watching when Carlito he always was has in, an apple. Well, Carlito is is one is one of these like uh, Carlito's old, way. Yeah, old timers day. He's mm. like he's there from old timers day. He's not an no. active WWE he look guy so old. Right uh, He, I mean, he's only forty one, but he has not been in the WWE in uh, like fifteen years. Like he, okay. they just bring guys a couple guys back for like pops or entertainment sake. Um, then you know what's interesting? Co- so Kofi Kingston always does the crazy spot where you try and kick him out. Yeah, he never touches the ground, right? But yeah, but he he, he I wonder if he's injured because he was not in this year. Because we see yeah, but his his friend Xavier Woods comes out. Yeah, we see Xavier Woods and Biggie back to back. Is also his friend. Yeah, yeah, they're in they're in the gr- they're in one of the few groups that like is actually you know lasted for a zillion years. Seems like a big advantage to come out back to back with a friend. Yeah, they usually do not come back come out that close together. But where's Kofi Kingston? I, he must be yeah. injured because now, he's like the high level w- rumble. Usually, is the is the kayfabe that this is like a random draw? Yes, but actually, right? I mean, I mean, sometimes it'll be like the loser of this match has to start one, or the winner gets to start at thirty. But yeah, in general, it's it's the kayfabe is a random draw. Yes. Okay. Um, but does anybody think? It, but but it's not literally a random draw, obviously. No. Why would it, I mean, what does that mean? Literally. I don't know. I don't know anything about no. wrestling. No, no, I don't think it's a random draw. It's real to me. Damn it. Um, then a familiar face at number 11. John Morrison's a familiar face? He was on Survivor. Wait, what? You don't remember? John Morrison? Yeah. John Morrison Survivor. He's oh, on David that guy. Goliath, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on Survivor. Oh, he was a radio wrestler before that? Yeah, he was He was a wrestler. He had been out of the oh. WWE for a while. Oh, I totally, and... oh to- that went way over my head. All right, I was, I, I was thinking, my comment on this guy is John Morrison, number 11, rather generic name for a wrestler. Why couldn't they come up with a better name for this guy? Yeah. I, ironically, his name is John Hennigan, so he's, he's, <laughs> which is a better name than John. Yeah. He was Johnny Mundo Hennigan's, for a while, Johnny Nitro. Yeah. Yeah, He'll be loose a as a name. goose. Take, yeah, take a swig ahead of Hennigan's before the Royal Rumble. By the way, at this point, there's way too many guys in the ring. Nine of the 11 guys are still alive. Well, yes, they didn't Orton. knock out guys. Sometimes You it's cannot like, pay attention to what's going on. Sometimes they knock out guys early. This one was like, we're going to knock out guys late. Who are you rooting for? Well, he has not entered the ring yet, the person I'm rooting okay, for. Okay, so of the first 11, who are you rooting for? Uh, I, I like Edge. I like Sami Zayn. I like Nakamura, but like it's not oh, his time. To me, but it's none, clearly Big E. He's a monster. Yeah, so, okay, so Big E... Is has a title right now, which means he's not so likely to win this fight because, like, w- you know, he has a minor title, and what does that do to it? But people had talked all year, like, this should be his year. Like, he, you know, he deserves, the, uh, uh, you know, a, a WrestleMania moment where he talk is, like, to me about why moment. the three guys you said you like: Edge, Sami Zayn, Nakamura. Why are those the three guys you like? Um, I mean, Nakamura is a great wrestler. Uh, he's past his prime at this point, I think, but like, he is very entertaining. Uh, he used to have incredible intros. Uh, Edge is just like it's a cool story. He came back. He's got good intro music. I always liked Edge. 
And then Zayn is also like Zayn hasn't Zayn like they expected to be a superstar. He had a couple like poorly timed injuries. He's hurt a lot, honestly. Um, but uh, he also maybe has not pe- like had a, had a real peak. But uh, again, okay, hold on, uh, John yeah. Morrison. I'm looking at my all time Survivor character rankings. How is yeah. he not even on this list? Um, well, his, his name isn't John Morrison, so oh, you... it's John Hennigan. That's yeah, it, right? John Hennigan. John what Hennigan. Oh, I, he's in my top hundred. Yeah, you liked him. <laughs> yeah, he he, he, vote, he was voted on twelfth. I have no recollection of this guy whatsoever. Yeah, Weird. he was with uh, Christian Ubicki and. Uh... Oh yeah 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 yeah. Okay, fine. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really weird, though. Yeah, why is his wrestler named John Morrison? Uh, well, I think they want to own the IP. So if the WWE, if you keep oh, your so none name, of these guys use their real names. Most of them don't. Like John Cena's real name is John Cena, but like then he owns his name. Okay. Uh, but like if you're, yeah, most of them like Xavier Woods is not his name is not Xavier Woods. Xavier yeah, well, Woods Xavier is Woods Austin is Watson. Yeah, okay. it is a cool name. Austin Watson's uh, also not a bad name. And Ricochet, who comes up next, his real name is not Ricochet. It's Trevor Mann. Ah, okay, he's got some at. fancy moves at Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet is a high flyer. He's one of the he's he's a high flying yeah. guy. Um, I don't have a lot of Ricochet thoughts. Elias comes out next. Elias' shtick when he is a singer is very funny. Like they usually have a guy who comes out with a guitar. It was The Rock back in the day. Yeah, like that's a I good. That. So Elias was great at that. Um, he comes he, out. He reminds me of like Daniel Bryan a little bit. He's got sort well, of he's the a, old school. He's the classic three, redneck thing. He's three times Daniel Bryan size. Yeah, but he has sort of like the redneck vibe. Okay, I mean Daniel Bryan isn't a redneck. Daniel Bryan is like a crunchy uh, Seattle guy. All right, but I don't know. He, he dresses a little redneck. Right. Daniel Bryan is is like a is like a, a Seattle is literally a vegan from Seattle. Okay, the character or the act or the person? No, the the guy Daniel. Well, Brian Danielson uh, mm. is a, is a vegan from from mm. from the Pacific North. So my wrestling name would be Chet Alexander. Chet, Chester Alexander, it would be Chet Alexander. Um, yeah, Damian Priest. Uh, he he's the one guy from NXT, which is the developmental. Comes out. <laughs> your, and he, your wrestler name would be the a hole, right? I would be the a-hole. Uh, Dam- so Damian Priest, I love – sometimes they have, like, a fake nickname he gives them, but the nickname that that he drops on him is the fu- maybe the funniest thing I've ever heard in wrestling. And I was not familiar with Damian Priest before this. Do you remember the nickname? It is wild. No. Uh, the announcer calls him, it's the Archer of Infamy. I don't get it. I don't. It doesn't mean anything. It's just oh. like a bunch of words together. The archer. Oh, David Infinite. Priest has like strong douchebag vibes, though. Yeah, he looks like a d bag. Yeah. He, um, but they clearly give him a big push. Again, he's not even in you know Raw or SmackDown now, but uh, he not he, he ends up eliminating four guys. He he's one of the bigger pushed guys of the night. It doesn't always work. Sometimes they send a guy up from the minors for the night. He and and usually when they do so, it's to like make them look good. But then you know it doesn't end up working out for them. But we'll see about Damian Priest. I don't know what his shtick is going to be that he's going to be a superstar. Yeah, but we'll see. Uh, By the way, at this point, it's like yeah, it seems obvious to me that Orton's uh, you know gonna if not win, finish in the top three. And Orton has not come back, right? Or it's not like Orton's hanging out and then disappears no. at the end. No, they cut him once or twice in the back, and then yeah. it's just complete silence. Yeah, which is why contract, it's obvious. Like yeah. if he was actually gone, they would make mention of it. The fact they're right. not mentioning it is like, Orton's contract must have called for like max seven minutes in the ring or something. Oh, I see. Uh, okay. No, I mean I'm making that up. But um, and then speaking of reality stars, The Miz comes out at 15. Yeah, so I remembered that he was a reality star, but I didn't really remember the details. Yeah, The Miz was on Real World and then The Challenge yeah. uh, t- at the beginning. And, and he's sort of a jerk, right? Yeah, and The Miz's shtick was like, hey, I'm going to be uh, a WWE wrestler. And he sort of like willed it to happen. And then he became mm-hmm. like very similar to Dolph Ziggler, like a B-level guy, maybe even a little bit ahead of Dolph, for a very long time now. He's made like a Why really did nice he career. destroy the DJ booth when he comes out? I have no idea. Okay, but, they, they, okay. 
He also has the Money in the Bank contract. You know what that is, right? No. So there's a there's a wrestling there's a pay per view called Money in the Bank where if you win and it's you have to get on a ladder and unclip the oh yeah, like yeah, yeah and then so he can challenge one of the champions to a fight anytime anywhere so they could be like knocked unconscious and he could you know start start <laughs> the match although okay. the champion is usually not knocked unconscious right. um so yeah the Miz has the Money in the Bank and it, that's probably been since June or May so he's had that for the whole year I do like when sometimes WWE is willing to like let things he's got go in his pocket one. and he lit- you literally carried around like if you're that wrestler you will get on an airplane with it. But a lot of these guys life. don't have pockets, so where are they carrying it? I w- the dress is interesting. Like we see, because we're uh, the next guy actually. The next guy, Riddle, Matt Riddle, yeah. who's like so a wrestler. So he's dressed like the baseball furies from the Warriors. Yes, but he also doesn't wear shoes or socks. I don't know. Right? Listen, if you, if you dress as a Yankee, like you're evil, obviously. Yes, he dresses as the Yankee, and he also just has his bare feet out there. He's not wearing shoes or socks. What he, does Riddle mean? His last name. He, he's actually Matt oh. Riddle. Because it's not the Riddler, it's just Riddle. Yeah, I, I sometimes they'll, like, if you have a boring name, sometimes they're, like, Elias was, like, Elias Samson or something, and then they just changed, like, uh, Biggie was, um, like, uh, Biggie Langston. And they just, like, a lot of times they'll take away your last name or your first name to give you a new shtick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so Riddle was a, was a, 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 like, a legitimate MMA guy. I think, was he in the W, was he in the UFC maybe even? Yeah, he was. He was in the UFC. Um, and so, like, he does a lot of re- actual, like, MMA-type moves. Uh, and they, they – clearly, I didn't think he was – I thought he was, like, a low-level guy, but he's in the the Rumble here for over a half hour, so clearly he's someone that they care about. Um, yeah, so – and then Daniel Bryan comes out, and Riddle and Bryan do a lot of, like, MMA stuff because Bryan's shtick was, like, he does a lot of chokeholds and things like that. Now, Bryan is the best. story? How long ago did he have cancer? When did he come back? Daniel Bryan? Yeah. He, did he have cancer? I didn't think he had I cancer. Thought, oh, I thought he did. Thought no, he, he, he retired due to, like, uh, head injuries and stuff. Okay. I thought it was some kind of health thing. Okay. But he's, he's, he's healthy? He's fine? Yeah. All good? Yeah, it's okay. never good when you have first retirement in your Wikipedia. Mm. Um, yeah, he had, he had a lot of head injuries. He couldn't be cleared. That's in 2016. He was like an, he was like an on-screen non-wrestler for several years. He's I don't back. know if it's great to be back five years later. No, probably not. For his long term, if he's a crunchy guy, as you said. Yeah, so Brian um, is the most, like, well-liked guy. I don't know if he's always yeah. number one, but he's, like, always very popular. At his peak, when I was watching, like, he, he nobody surpassed his peak, like, four or five years ago. Um, maybe even long, probably, like, seven years ago at this point. But he's being a crunchy guy. This is Chester Chew, something crunchy in the background. But Sorry, Brian... I didn't know you could hear that. Brian is... Um, it's Israeli salad. It's very crunchy. He has never won. He has never won the Rumble, right? He's had an amazing WrestleMania moment where, like, they they told him the whole year he wasn't going to be in WrestleMania. Then they gave him like a pre, you know, a fight to start the show, where if he won, he get he got to be in the main event, and then he won it and got to win, you know, the the main event to close out WrestleMania. Like that was his absolute apex. But he's never won the Rumble. So that would like the biggest potential story would probably have been Brian win the Rumble. He would if there was fans there, they would have been heavily uh, rooting or voting for Daniel Bryan. But uh, alas, it does not happen for him. And then number. By the way, these announcers. Can I just say there's a real like Norman Chad vibe, sort of like the corny jokes. Yes. Yeah. What's Norman Chad up to these days? Just just poker still. He's on Twitter a lot, being very annoying. Wow. Okay. Uh, Then uh, number eighteen comes out the mayor of Knoxville, Tennessee, Kane. He's actually the mayor. He's actually the mayor. Well, How old is he? It, it's Knox County. It's, they have county mayors there. But he's the mayor okay. of like 500,000 people. Kane. He's very large. He is a large man. Although, as you say, not as large. Like, they have him listed as like, you know, seven feet, 500 pounds. I don't think. Yeah. They build. Oh, he's billed at seven foot uh, 323. I do not. Yeah, believe, I, I think that. he's like six nine, six ten. Yeah. 
uh, I don't know who's born in Spain. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess he can't be president of the United States, which was definitely possible in this in this world. Um, uh, Kane definitely supports the 45th president. Do not know if he supports the 46th president. I was actually going to say, I was going to guess that he was a, uh, a Democrat, but I'm very He's wrong. a libertarian, um, so I don't mm, know okay. if he like worships Trump, but I think he supports mm. him. Um, Born Glenn Thomas Jacobs. Yeah, yeah, less scary than, than Kane with the red mask. But he's not obviously an active wrestler. Like, he came back, he'll come back for a night, like, once or twice a year, but he actually has a job. Okay. Um, probably sweet gig. He probably gets, like, 250K just to show up for the night. That's not bad. All right, yeah. I mean, I'm just guessing on the money. But then uh, then King Corbin comes out. They had something called the King of the Ring, uh, which is just like a tournament. Um, I once read that that Vince McMahon, who one of the strangest Boy, things Boy, by the him, way, he won his primary to become the Knox County, Tennessee mayor in yeah. the Republican primary. He won by 17 votes. Oh, wow. That's crazy. And I assume, 36 he, po- yeah. 14, I assume the general went much better to, um, Yeah, the general, he won uh, two to one. Probably, I mean, how uh, many people are showing up for, like, a mayoral primary that might not even be on the regular election yeah, day? I don't know. There was uh, about 40,000 votes, it looks like. So, um... There were think, more votes... Do you think The, the Undertaker oh, no. voted for him? <laughs> do they live in the same neighborhood? I don't think so. Um, so, uh, Ke- one, of the, one of the great things about Vince McMahon that people don't realize, especially when he started the XFL now twice, is he doesn't follow sports at all. He's, like, a not-watch-the-Super-Bowl non-sports fan. Vince McMahon. Mm. Um, so he thinks that, like, brackets are too confusing for fans. So he's never really liked brackets. So once in a while, like, l- like after many years, they convinced him to, like, do bracket-style tournaments, which, like, WWE, which is, you know, 365 days a year to mix it up, clearly needs to have things like that. So he won a King of the Ring tournament. And instead of, like, just branding himself as King Corbin for, like, a month, has now been King Corbin for many years for some reason, even though he just won this one tournament once. Okay. Uh, so he's like a classic bad guy. He's never a good guy, as far as I know. Yeah, I, I, he's not a guy I knew anything about. Kane and yeah. Brian, by the way, big hug when they uh, get into the ring together. Well, yeah, Kane and Brian were were a tag team for a while. There was a bunch of times in tonight where they where they did. Uh, 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 Corbin was on a bunch of practice squads, by the way. He was on the Colts and the Cardinals, but never played an NFL game. A uh, large man, he's 6'8". He was an offensive lineman. Um, then comes out, I think, my new favorite guy. Otis? Otis, who's like... He's, uh, he's, he's a big boy. He's like 5'4", five, 500 pounds. Yeah. Not really. He's probably like 5'8", 370. First thing, by the way, climb up on the ropes. It's such a dumb idea in a, in a, in a yeah, tournament. Yeah, you should never be on the ropes. Yeah. Get off the ropes. Yeah. It's really dumb. Uh, but Otis is a delight. He's, I mean, he's only in there for 53 seconds, but he brings more mm. fun than almost anybody else. Chester and uh, Renap wrestle uh, Royal Rumble 1-ish. Yes. I love, like I love Otis. I love Otis. very long. I don't, yeah. know, I, I don't know if Otis could be like a main event type guy, but I feel like he's a good comedy level guy. Mm. Now, next comes Dominic Mysterio, yeah. number 21. What's his shtick? Well, okay, so his shtick is that he's the son of number 26, Rey Mysterio. Rey oh, Mysterio I was is a legendary why, wrestler. Yeah. I was going to ask, why are there two Mysterios? They made no reference to the connection. Well, they're never so in the ring, the I believe. I believe he gets knocked out right before that comes mm, in. Okay. Um, but, yeah, Dominic Mysterio is very new. He's 23. Do we have any other active father-son? I don't think so. Um, Dominic Myster- Rey Mysterio was a big star. He was like out of, He's in and out of the WWE. I mean, him, him I've heard of. Uh, he did. Rey Mysterio killed a man in the ring in Mexico like three Ooh. years ago with a move. That's it's not great. Not great. Um, but he is back in WWE. He mm. served his time. Uh, so yeah, I don't know what his. But I mean, he didn't I, actually serve any time. He you know he did not serve. I don't think he, yeah. he, it was it was on purpose. But he did his six one nine, well, and the person mm. you know went away. Okay. Um, so yeah, so Dominic Mysterio uh, does not have a long run there. I believe it was they said it was his first rumble. Bobby Lashley comes out. Uh, Lashley's been back and forth a bunch of times. It takes it ultimately takes uh, four people to throw him out of the ring. Uh, he's also another guy who like they talk about how great he is, but they never really give him like a main event shot. Now, they, when he comes out, they introduce him as the CEO. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. 
that's yeah, probably Vince McMahon's some... a CEO. Yeah, he's not literally. He's not. The, I mean, yeah. he must be the CEO of some faction. Mm. I don't know. See, I don't know. He's who's a big like, boy, though. But uh, let's see what they list the Lashley at. Six uh, three, two seventy three. But he's like all muscle. Mm. Like, yeah. uh, uh, like uh, he he could use a man's ear, Bobby Lashley. Um, Hurricane Helms comes out. That's another like classic. Not classic. Like I don't think he was ever a huge deal. But uh, but you know, an old guy who's no, who's not in the company. And then he looks absolutely ridiculous. By yeah, the way. yeah. And he's only there for thirty seconds, which I believe is the shortest. They you a lot of a lot of years they'll try and have someone break the record for like long, shortest amount of time in the rumble, which now is like one second or something because they kept going down from like eight to six to five. Um, and then Christian comes out of twenty four. Now Christian was always like a B level guy, but he was very closely associated with Edge. So if this is gonna be Edge's night. It was like a big thing for them to have Christian um, there. Christian retired in tw- in about 2014, so he has not been around in a while. On his own, he would get very tepid response, but with Edge, it's like a bigger deal that he's there, and he and he is uh, in the ring for most of the rest of the Rumble. Okay, I mean, he seems like an old man. I mean, he is he has an old look. He has a similar look to Edge. Who are you yeah. rooting for at this point? By the way, two dozen wrestlers in. I couldn't keep track of who was in and who was out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked Ashley. I liked Big E. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't give them like main event shots a lot of times. Like Big mm. E really deserves one. Lashley, I'm not as big of a fan of. Um, then AJ Styles comes out next. AJ Styles is the top level guy. He's a big star. I think right now he's not like in the championship picture, but in general he's one of their three or four biggest stars. Like he is a big deal. Uh, yeah, he, he debuted. He debuted at a Rumble like five or six now, years ago. Now who's that giant guy that he comes out with? Yo, so he comes out with. Um, is that almost? Uh, uh, yeah, that's I think what they call him. I've never seen him before. He must be new. He's relatively new. But and almost, why is it, he's not. He's not in the match, but he's allowed to pull guys out. Of yeah, yeah. Pa- I mean, listen, the rules. The rules are are you know uh, flexible. Yeah, almost. <laughs> yes. Who is a wrestler? He's not just like uh, a random guy. I guess I don't know if he's like. Well, I mean, he's quite large. It'd be hard. He, to I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think he was a basketball player. He's not like WWE level wrestler. Yeah, seventh. Oh, he's listed as seven three three thirty five. Well, that doesn't mean anything. But yeah. where did he play college basketball? Oh, he played for USF and Morgan State. So like a legitimate basketball player. Okay. Uh, yeah. So he gets an elimination of um, of Rey Mysterio. Also known as Dominic Mysterio's dad, uh, but Styles does not ever look like a real championship contender in this match. But yeah, when Styles debuted during the Rumble, whatever it was, six or seven years ago, it was a total shock to people, and it got one of the bigger pops in Rumble history. People went insane. Um, although the camera was not on him when he came out, so the TV people were a little more confused. Uh, and then comes out another tag team duo in success. Rey Mysterio comes out. Then the tag team duo Sheamus, Sheamus and Cesaro. Sheamus is an Irish guy. Cesaro is the Swiss superstar. Strongest man, pound for pound. They always say the same things every time he comes out for the last 15 years. Uh, I like Cesaro's shtick. He's very strong. He has to swing people. Uh, I feel like he's like an intellectual. He's like a smart guy. He speaks a lot of languages. He's also yeah. never gotten like that A-level push. They're, they're always B guys. They were like the top tag team or one of the top tag teams. I didn't understand. Who he, they didn't even say his name when he came out. He was the like Swiss superstar. Guy to me. Yeah, he is kind uh, of maybe generic, that's what they but said. he's very strong. Okay. And he does the swing thing. He swings Sheamus. He swings Daniel Bryan. Eventually, yeah. Braun Strowman knocks them both out. Seth Rollins comes out. So what you should now, his know. His nickname is the Messiah. Yeah, so he was, it was, I mean, they yeah, maybe called him that once in a while, but that wasn't like his main branding when I was watching. So okay. the, the biggest faction of the last 20, 25 years is called the Shield. And the Shield is Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, who was not in this match. He was in a, it was in the title match right before this with Kevin Owens. And, um, and Dean Ambrose were the Shield. They were like this unbeatable trio. A lot of times they were single stars, but like as a team, they were completely unbeatable. And then eventually, sometimes they would turn on each other. And then Dean Ambrose got very sick of the WWE, and he left, and he became the main star of AEW. So now the Shield's not like 
they you know they can't ever bring them back together they never really did like a one like a 1v1v1v1 like WrestleMania style singles match, which was probably a big miss on their part because now they could probably never do it again. But yeah, so I guess like to keep their other two guys happy, like the big stars of the new generation are Reigns and Rollins. So yeah, Rollins, so if Rollins wants to be the Messiah, they'll call him the Messiah, whatever. Uh, he seems like a weird guy. He's from Iowa. He once dated a woman who had like a lot of Nazi views on Twitter. Oh, not great. Um, not great. Uh, I don't know if he endorses those views or not. But yeah, so Rollins, uh, Messiah, big star, but was I think in in the patron group they were saying that he was the money line favorite to win. Um, what do you think? Uh, do you think the, betting odds are spoilers? spoilers? I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so because a lot of times they won't either. Like the amount of people who know is going to win is probably very very small for a really big event. Okay. Uh, and also it could change literally at any second, so it's like sucker's money to bet on it. Like Vince McMahon could decide, you know. Ten minutes beforehand, oh, I like I didn't know they changed. I didn't know they changed. The they could. I mean, certainly with smaller matches, like they don't know what's going to happen. So whatever. Okay. Um, my my biggest fear always with the rumble. I don't know if you have this anxiety. Is like, what if someone's not supposed to get knocked out of the ring, but they do? Yeah, I would love to know. Has I'm that sure ever happened? happened. I I'm someone sure happened. a big wrestling fan. Let me know if you're in okay. the WWE for sure. Let me know. <laughs> Has that ever happened? Um, yeah. yeah. So Rollins comes out, and then Braun Strowman, the thirtieth guy, an actual large man. I don't know what he's listed yeah. as, but he is a big fella, Braun Strowman. Yeah, I met him. Oh, yeah, you met Braun Strowman. Uh, how yeah. big was he in real life? He's listed as 6'8", 385. What do you think? Mm, I'd say, like, well, 385? No. <laughs> no? <laughs> I mean, come on. No, he's not 385. That's insane. He's. I, I would say he's, I mean, like, we took a picture together. He was a few inches taller than me, so he's probably 6'4", 6'5". Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. He's, he could be 300 pounds. It's hard to gauge weight, you know, when it's muscle versus, I don't know. But he's not 385. I don't think, I don't, you, I don't think Braun Strowman voted for Joe Biden. I'm just going to guess. I don't know. It's just weird that uh, he, he he also took a picture with Ryan Braun where they did not look that different in size. I mean, well, they, they, they probably have the same, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> same same cycle. Yeah, well, yeah, the same guys giving them the same stuff. Adam Schur. Yeah. Wow. Nobody. Nobody would be afraid of Adam Schur. That's it. That's Braun Strowman's name. Yeah. Yeah. OK. Braun Strowman. That is a good name. Yeah. So Braun Strowman sh- has a good shtick where he'll like pick up an ambulance like he, he's very strong like you know they'll have him do in, like crazy feats of strength but it didn't seem like this was going to be his night where he was going to win so who's there at the end it's it's uh it's Strowman, it's rollins it's christian it is um the edge who's been in the match the whole time even though he's super old uh riddle and riddle is there right yeah and then Those of course the guys going to come back those are the guys who are there. And, yeah, we don't know at the time. But, yes, Orton is going to come back. Orton is not in the match yet. Um, like, he has not he has not been seen in a long time. Ironically, Edge, the guy who probably should actually be wrestling for two minutes, is, is in the ring the whole time, whereas Orton is taking the night off. Um, yeah, so at that point, who do you think was going to win? I, I I did not think it was going to be Edge. I wasn't paying attention to him. I, I was thinking it was I, th- I was thinking it was going to be Strowman or Orton. I don't know. But you also didn't know Edge was, like, the fa- at this point would have been the fan favorite. Yeah, I didn't know that. Because Rollins is very popular, but Rollins just won it like two years ago. It's less exciting. Like, you, someone winning it twice to me is always less exciting than someone winning it for the first time. Yeah. But one of the differences now also is because there's two titles, because there's two different shows, you can challenge for the WWE Championship or the Universal Championship. Like, there's two A-level titles. So you could pick whoever you want and, and, title, and challenge them for the championship. Okay. Uh, it gives you options. Women's also, there's two different titles. Um, so yeah, eventually Rollins gets knocked out and you think that's it. Edge is one, but no, Orton comes back in the ring. They should have had them wrestle for another minute after that. 
Yeah, it it ended very very, very fast. too abruptly. I do wonder if they botched it with the camera angles or stuff because they should have had like oh okay they should have yeah, they should have had Orton it was an incredibly dr- quick ending. Yeah, they should have Orton take control for an extra like twenty seconds and then have Edge throw him out because like you couldn't even catch your breath. What like because you think Edge Orton's gonna win? Orton's won it twice. It would have been incredibly unpopular for Orton to win. Uh, so at that point, you figure Edge is gonna Espe- win. especially the way he does. You know, yes. Well, but I mean, I, we've I seen someone win Survivor that way. Yeah, people would have won. Yeah, so Edge with three knockouts, Lashley, Rollins, and Strum with three. Biggie and Damian Priest with four. A lot of times they'll try and get someone the record. They'll give someone like Reigns once had eleven, I think. Like you know, have somebody mm-hmm. be like the primary knocker outer. I see in the women. So this is the third time somebody's won from the uh, number one spot. From the number one spot, yeah. They have mm-hmm. a lot. He do, he didn't give a lot of stats this time, maybe to like uh, hide the fact that the number one guy was going to win. But usually it's like number seven spot. They've never won. You know, he usually gives almost every stat. I think he said number three is the worst spot statistically. I think that makes sense because like if you're one or two. There's a story there. You've been there the yeah. whole time. There's no, yeah. And if you're 30 or something, we're like somewhere first, late. First, there. as we know, is the worst. Second is the best. Third, yes. of course, is the one with the hairy chest. Yes. So. Or, or although the, my son told me it's now a treasure chest. Oh yeah, I guess uh, you know hairy chests are, are back in. I don't know. Um, mm, I don't know. So yeah, a uh, 58-28. By the way, for a comparison, uh, women's rumble. Number three one. Oh wow, number three one in the women's rumble. Oh, wow. So <laughs> our, throw our theory out the window. But Bianca Belair yeah. was in for fifty six minutes and fifty two seconds. So about the exact same time for the rumble. Um all right, so it was fun. Do, are you uh, rumbled out? Do you think next year we're done with the rumble? Mm, yeah. I w I wasn't I wasn't. I, I do was, think uh, the only thing is I wonder you if you should have watched it with your kids. I thought that would have been a good dynamic. Yeah. I try to give them a chance, but they uh, maybe misbehaved. my kids would be into it. Now I, how many of your kids would you say are sports fans? Mm, one and a half. It's tough. No, but th- this isn't really sports. This is fighting. I know, but I, I do fans. think it's like if you're if you're a kid and you're a sports fan, like this might appeal to you. If you're not, this probably won't yet. I don't know. Because my like my kids came in like, why are you watching boxing? They don't know the difference. Yeah. No, my my kid my kids would definitely w- my kids would have been in it in in it mm-hmm. into it. Uh, Otis's real name is Nikola uh, Boja, Boja Jevic, and he's from Serbia. How do you think he is from outside the outside the arc? Mm, yeah, Could he be like the third that. Bogdanovich? I don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, all right, that was fun. Uh, do you want to talk about anything else? Anything else briefly while we're here? Yeah, so uh, we're not going to do our, our um, Super Bowl preview now, or we are? Or we're not? Can no, we'll me? do Super Bowl preview on the second episode. Okay. We'll, we'll put that on the patron group? I don't know. All right, so um, can we uh, should we talk about golf and Stafford, or if we all yeah we can talk, all about, no, let's talk about that. Let's, well, yeah, actually, let's, well, why let's don't we wait? Why don't we wait a couple of weeks because there could be more quarterback moves coming. Oh, well, we can talk about no, the, the draft isn't for two months, so draft's not for like three months, I think. Three months, whatever it is. So yeah, so who knows when when it's going to come? Well, well, let's talk about have... golf and Stafford quickly, just to give non wrestling yeah. people uh, a minute. You load this trade. You are you are very anti. By the way, Nike announced today a uh, hands-free shoe, the Nike Go Flyies, and many people have DM'd it to me. No, no laces, wow. just slip-ons. Slip-on Nike sneakers. Okay. Obviously, I'm going to get them. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so you were very against it, and I, I want to ch- you say what you're going to say, and I'll tell you why I think you're wrong. About Matthew well, I Stafford. mean, I think th- I'm on the conventional wisdom side. I, 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 I'm like the majority. I'm just maybe more of an extreme version. You're more of an extremist. Like, you're, yeah. you're, yeah, you, you. I think, well, here's, okay, it's not, like, the difference between this and, like, and like the, the DeAndre Hopkins trade last year mm-hmm. is the DeAndre Hopkins trade had no possible reasoning you could even get. Right. There was no defense. The defense Even if David was, Johnson. Was that Bob implied yeah. that Nook had some really bad stuff, like, that was going to come out, but then nothing ever came out. Yeah. 
And now in hindsight, Bob was probably fine, and it was probably Easterly or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't know. So who who knows what the hell's going on there? So mm-hmm. that that was, yeah. So that 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 trade, I guess you could say, is worse in that sense. But this trade has a more long term ability to destroy a franchise. My issue is like the difference in Goff and Stafford has not been. They've been very very similar performing over the last five years. Now. One of them had Sean, or last three years, four years, whatever. One of them had Sean McVay. And one, had one of them did not. I understand yeah. all that. You have to take context into account. And Goff without the gap between Goff without McVay versus Stafford with McVay might be larger. But Plus, Goff they seems up, to somehow be getting worse. But they gave up. Yeah, that's true. No, Goff in 2017, 2018 was very, very good. 2019, 2020 was not good. So that's true. Although Stafford, you know, uh, last year he played half season, got injured, you know, was arguably the best year of his career, if not second best probably since 2011. This year was basically a league average quarterback and has been for a while now, um, other than last year when he had a real boost before he got hurt. Um, I just the difference between them is not big enough to justify how many picks they gave up. And this is a team like we saw the Falcons do this a few years ago where the Falcons went like stars and scrubs, traded all those picks to Calvin Ridley. That does, this isn't fantasy football. This is real life. You need depth. That doesn't work. They've had, they will now have had Jared Goff was their number one draft pick. And since then, they will not have another draft pick until at least 2024. Uh, Stafford's also 33 years old. He's, you know, he, he missed half the year last year. Um, he's been more or less healthy other than that. But, you know, he's getting into his mid-30s. And we can't just assume that everybody's going to be Tom Brady and play till they're 40 or older. I just think I think there's huge risk here, and the upside is limited. This is a team who their window is basically this year, maybe, maybe, maybe next year also. But even that's gonna be a risk. I think this is a team one or two injuries. This team's gonna go six and ten. They have no depth now, and they've done this across the board. I mean, they, they keep getting stars, Ramsey and all these guys, these big names. And so I think people, you know, if you're but not, they like were a, in the same boat before this. All right, so let me let me give my take. No, they're not because they just give up multiple picks. All right, you think they were one draft pick away from? from cementing a team like they like the, no they weren't a super bowl winner a super bowl contender before and they're not a super bowl contender i don't now. think they're a super bowl contender i'm not going to say that i will say they're definitely but then, if, but then why are you doing this then because there is no way for the rams who have who had the what 18th pick in the draft to get a quarterback better than matthew stafford it was not going to happen they were not going to get a quarterback okay, better than but, matthew but, stafford. but in in two of the last four years jared goff was better than matthew stafford now again i understand you're going to say that that's because of mcveigh I mean, mcveigh sees him every day and McVeigh yeah, clearly hated him to the point where he threw him under the bus to the announcers in, in week seven. McVeigh McVeigh just gave him a ma- massive contract. You yeah, can't blame McVeigh for the trade point, to get him because he wasn't point, there yet. But McVeigh is point, the one who gave him the trade, the contract. We should, we should at some we should go back and watch that Vikings game because that's like the peak of of Goff's career. Yeah, that was a great game. I just I like I don't think McVeigh has good credibility here. Honestly, I know. Listen, I I do. McVeigh's the one who said give him the contract. Now McVeigh's the one who says do this trade. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, Kirk Cousins. I think his numbers, especially given you know his weapons and everything, I think he performed a little bit better in Washington than he has in Minnesota. In other words, with McVeigh versus without McVeigh, he's really the only example we have of a quarterback who's been both with and without McVeigh. Now we're gonna get two more, obviously with Stafford and Goff, but. I think there is an upgraded quarterback. I think it's a mild upgrade, and it would be worth, like, especially given the difference in age and the difference in sort of health mm-hmm. um, reliability, yeah. it would have been worth maybe and Cousins like a Cousins has, has much less mileage on him because Stafford has an infinity amount of miles considering yeah. how old he is. Well, Cousins, Cousins is infinitely better than Stafford. And, and I under, Well, here, here's my bigger – this is what I want to understand. Maybe you can help explain this to me. What I don't understand about Matthew Stafford, there are certain quarterbacks who get reputations – that are undeservedly negative and undeservedly positive. And usually the undeservedly positive ones is because, you know, they've had playoff success, Eli Manning or Ben Roethlisberger, Tom Brady. Their team wins Super Bowls, and so therefore they get credit. Matt Stafford has never won a playoff game. And yet Matt Stafford, for some reason, has a much better reputation than he deserves. Well, Matt Stafford's reputation is slightly above average. Stafford's reputation is not on the eighth best QB in in football. It's the 14th. 
The, uh, I don't think it's slightly above average. Think, like you ask the you average dumb fan on the street, who's better, Kirk Cousins or Matthew Stafford? I would bet the average, like not the analytics person, somebody who's not a like. I bet eighty-five percent of them would say Stafford. Okay, the Rams were probably objectively, I think, better than the Bears. So let's say they were the sixth or seventh best team in the NFC. Because forget about the NFC's teams this year, right? This year, you mean? Yes. Well, this year there was no good team in the NFC. I, I just think I mean, look, with Stafford, the Vikings went into them... Lambeau and won. The Vikings went into Tampa and, and dominated that game. And those were the two teams in the NFC Championship game. And the Vikings went, what, 7-9 and nine with an abysmal deep? Like, there was no good team in the NFC this year. I, I this think, was the year. I think it makes it makes them— Which is why, by the way, LaFleur has to be kicking himself forever. What, that he didn't win this but year? That, that, yeah, this, this why, was they the would have got smoked. Year. They would have got smoked in the, in the Super Bowl. I mean, they have a better chance than—we're uh, not going to get into our Super Bowl right now, but they have a lot better chance than Tampa does. I don't think so, because right. Tampa's make, best make chance is to take advantage of the Chiefs' uh, failing offensive line, and, and Tampa just has a much better front seven than Green Bay. Yeah, I mean, Zidaris, okay. They didn't well, get, they didn't get near a quarterback say? for like half the season. Um, yeah. What I was going to say is, I, I think there is a I mean, certain yeah, I point. I think Rodgers was under pressure more. Yeah, they, they, Rodgers was under pressure all day. There is a so. certain point where you go from the 18th best quarterback to the 13th, and maybe you're, you want to say, well, it's the 17th to the 16th or something like that, wh- where... Yeah. where it does matter because, yes, Stafford is not going to make the Super Bowl contender, but nobody was. Where this is like, all right, we are going to be a playoff team. And if you're McVay, like the, fee- the heat is going to be on your fire by next season. Not that he's lucky he doesn't have a fan base because people would be turning on him a little bit already this year. But he has no fans, so he probably has. But hold on. They went 10-6 and six this year. Why couldn't they go 10-6 and six next year with Goff? No, I think Goff's it's ensuring gonna- it. I think, it's, I, I think they, they will be a like a NFC West division contender next year they are definitely so, objectively a better team right now Stafford is better than Goff a little bit so but but you're basically saying that in order to slightly improve your chances next year from you know so their playoff odds go from what would you say like from 55 to 60 or something something like that, like that. but and listen and that's always been my theory of course but then for the following four years yeah. their team is significantly worse well not really they were locked into Goff for more than one year no but I'm talking about all the draft picks they've given up yeah all the additional assets. I just think the difference. My philosophy is, if you can improve your starting quarterback in the NFL, you basically have to do it. Not, not, not at this price though. So then, what? what now, so I what, obviously you, the you guys have Sam Darnold. Why not offer seven draft picks for for Mitch Trubisky? He's slightly better than Sam. Well, Darnold. I don't think you can only go one quarterback up, but of course I would. But I, that's basically what they did. I would rather have Mitch Trubisky now than Sam Darnold. Like if if would you trade three number one picks? No, I wouldn't trade in three number one. Of course ones. not. But yeah, but Trubisky's not as good as uh, Stafford. Okay. Would you would you trade three number ones for anybody other than Deshaun Watson? You know, in like somebody, you you don't trade three number ones unless the guy's a number one, like a top if five. If Deshaun Watson wasn't available, yeah, I would I would trade two number ones for Baker Mayfield. Really? Well, Justin Herbert, you're not trading two or three number ones for Justin Herbert now. For Herbert, I would. Yeah. Okay. So then Baker, I, I know Herbert's had a much more. I mean, Baker. People were out Herbert on Baker. People had were saying. People were saying Case Keenum might get that job at some point this year. I'm saying I'd give, if you go back I'd to give, before saying in August. I, I wouldn't give two number ones for Cousins if I was the Jets, just circumstantially. Like, yeah, he's 31 years yeah, old. And you, I, yeah. Like for but a better team, I would. Like if Dak well, retired I mean, let's tomorrow, see what happens because if San Francisco I, if Dak retired tomorrow, is, I would get. Yeah. I would do it if I was Dallas. You know what I mean? Well, let's see what's going on because San Francisco allegedly want. So San Francisco had a talk about Stafford. Decided they weren't going to get involved with the crazy price that apparently the Rams were paying. Um, they're talking to the Vikings now. Whether or not you believe these rumors, I heard something on talk radio today, and then I couldn't find it on Twitter except for some non-blue checkmark guy. Although now I see another, I saw another person tweeted out actually who does have a blue checkmark, some um, Bay Area columnist. But um, which is Jimmy G and like a number two and a number four. 
is allegedly, 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 allegedly what they offered, and the Vikings said no. Um, but what if, would what would you say yes to that for? If, if I'm a Vikings fan, yeah. So here's the thing: the Vikings have been in this like win now mode for a while. But spoiler alert: the Vikings are not win now. The Vikings have three players over the age of thirty who are like relevant players on their team, which is Cousins, uh, Adam Thielen, who's you know has a couple years left max, and Harrison Smith. Ditto. This is actually a very young team. This is a team that well, had fifteen draft picks few, last there's year. There's very few good like thirty plus players in the league now. Outside of a couple of receivers and quarterbacks. Well, the Rams, it's their whole freaking team. Okay, but the Rams are a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. But that but the but I'm saying the Vikings are not but they don't even have twenty eight year olds. I don't the think Vikings the Rams are, are I mean, they have Jefferson. I don't think the I don't think of the Vikings as unless like the defensive backs end up being good, like I don't think of the Vikings as a young team at all. I mean, the they Cam Dantzler had one of the best rookie seasons for a cornerback almost ever, mm-hmm. according to like PFF. I mean the linebackers they, are super old. How old Hunter? The linebackers don't matter. How old's Hunter? Hunter's twenty five. He okay. has more sacks than anybody through age twenty five okay, ever. Fine. Yeah, I mean, they, and just Jeff, Jefferson. They're, I mean, no, they're a very young team. But again, they had fifteen. They had fifteen rookies. Like the Vikings. That's what I'm saying. I think the Vikings' perception is their win now. I really don't think they are. I'm not saying they're the youngest team in the league, but I think that they, if they could get Jimmy G and two first round draft picks, I would take that because Cousins to Jimmy G is similar think, to Stafford to Goff. I think. I think. I think Goff. How about this? Is, Jimmy G is worse yeah. than Cousins. And you yeah. miss the playoffs with Cousins. I think you're a bad team with Jimmy G next year. But for okay, but a couple things. And we first of all, they missed the playoffs this year. For you know, I reviewed this in the chat. So I'm gonna ask a question. There's four reasons they missed the playoffs. Number one, because they had no pass rush this year. Their top four pass rushers played a combined two games in 2020. So that's mm-hmm. not gonna be repeated. Number two, they had all these rookies and they had you know very little time to develop. Number Which three, rookies? they, had, they the, had like the best rookie receiver ever. Yes, but I'm talking about on their defense. They okay. had the seventh worst special teams in the history of DVOA. Mm-hmm. And special teams does not really correlate year over year. Okay, so that's I'm sort of you. bad luck. Did they fire their four, special teams coach? Yes, they did already. Okay. And, and then number the four. The Jets oddly kept their special teams coach on a whole new regime. Oh. Um, and then number four, and I don't know if there's if there's logic to this or not, but if you look at the Vikings' history under Zimmer, every other year they make the playoffs and win double-digit games, and then they alternate that with a year where they go eight and eight and miss the playoffs. It's for whatever reason that they've done that. So I think I think the Vikings will go eleven and five next. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I, again, maybe maybe it's just maybe it's just random. Could be. I have no idea. Um, now it's also in general in the NFL. You know, luck doesn't really correlate year over year, so it makes sense. You know, sort of you revert to the mean. Uh, and and you know and this is also a team that lost all those last second games. I mean they lost the Seattle game, they lost the Chicago game, they lost the the Tennessee game where they had ninety percent win probability at some point. In the fo- so I think the Vikings' default assumption is that they'll go ten and six next year um, with Cousins. So if you go from Cousins to Garoppolo and you're going to go eight and eight or nine and seven, but you get two number one picks, I would do that for sure. Maybe Garoppolo is you know maybe you could still get something. He, he maybe you know I think Garoppolo's ceiling is probably higher than Goff's, right? Definitely, definitely. I, yeah. I grapple, now, there's I, talk that Denver. There's talk that Denver wants Cousins also. I think that's a good spot for him, honestly. I mean, but if you're Denver, I, I mean, uh, I guess because Von Miller, I mean, are they in a win now mode? They have. They're like, we have to do something. I mean, if you're the coach, not well, that uh, he's making the decision, yeah. he obviously needs. And Elway, the only quarterback he's had luck with was Peyton Manning, who was even older than Cousins. Well, Elway sort of. I don't, I, he got you know promoted, but I don't know if that's a real promotion where he's not making the day to day decisions anymore. So who's 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 in charge of football? I don't know the guy's sorry. name, but it's not him. He's not doing day to day. He might have final say. I'm not sure, but they hired somebody else as the real as the real uh, 53 man roster control guy. Okay, I think. Um, now, to be clear, I don't I don't want the Vikings to trade Cousins, but I'm saying if you can get two number one picks out of it, then I will. Now, the, the Jets have so many picks, they could trade for Jimmy G, and, and obviously it wouldn't be the second overall pick, so it wouldn't wouldn't affect them. Yeah. Would you do that if you were if you were the Jets? Would you just go Jimmy G and then pick 
you know, Devonta Smith at two or trade down. I well, guess. what what do you? I mean, what are you giving for Jimmy G? Because I would say no, because Jimmy G's, you know, sort of peak is not what the Jets' peak is going to be. I'd would you give him the Seahawks, the Seahawks first round pick this year? Let, let, let me put it this way: If you're giving up on Darnold, mm-hmm. is Jimmy G really the answer? No, of course not. But what yeah. if you don't like Wilson? What if you don't like Wilson or um, any of the other quarterbacks? And do you want? I don't know. I mean, I, I haven't I haven't thought enough about the draft to think about. But yeah. I would assume if I'm the Jets, I mean, you assume between Wilson and Fields, and uh, you're not probably picking Lance or any of those guys at two. But like, yeah. one of them. By the way, good. if I'm the Vikings and Lance drops, I would take him also. I, I, mean, I posted. Like uh, I forget where some some scout guy was like, "Love Wilson should be a top twelve quarterback in the NFL." Uh, issue is uh, it comes from a three car garage home. Like, uh, might not want it. So like, first of all, yeah, like like Peyton and Eli. Pa- uh, what about Patrick Mahomes? Dad was making you know the six yeah. figures every year when he was a kid. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's um, hard. The quarterbacks have to go to these expensive quarterback camps. It's actually very hard to to yeah, make it if you're yeah. not a rich quarterback. Yeah, it is a rich it is a rich guy uh, position. Honestly, can we? Uh, is that a good segue? Can we talk uh, baseball hot stove for a second? Yeah, well, I thought we're, what are we doing for the second show this week? I thought we were. Are we doing like? Oh. I feel like we're doing. I guess we let's do baseball hot. Let's save baseball hot stove for the end of the. Um, of the Super Bowl preview podcast, okay. I mean, I have a lot of baseball takes, obviously. I'm yeah, we could do baseball and Super Bowl preview well. tomorrow. You, you, you have am. a lot. You have a lot of. Uh... Well, I, I'm nervous. Okay. I and now I think baseball is not going to start on time. It seems like that's what the owners want. <sighs> Whatever they want to play 150. Yeah, the owners never want to play regular season games. Well, they don't want to play them in empty stadiums, which makes sense. Uh, listen, Syndergaard's not coming back till like June, so if we get a late start in the season. It benefits the Mets probably. We still, I mean, they don't know if there's going to be a freaking DH. Still, like the, the it's a yeah, which is I mean, which is I'm desperately hoping there won't be. And if you're uh, if you're a free agent right now, like you're not getting signed until they figure this out, probably. Like this is even gonna hold it up more. What the DH thing? No, not the DH thing. Like the fact that we don't know when the season is. Oh, the only person the DH thing applies to is Nelson Cruz. I mean, a little bit. No, they're right? teams. I, mean, you, I don't know. I would. I don't. I don't have Marcelo like, Zuna a little bit, but Nelson Cruz. Literally, there's no team in the AL who who wants Cruz basically. But in the how many NL, guys in the league Dodgers, cannot play the field? How many guys are are, are major league average? Or Cruz. Both? It's just he's Cruz. the only guy in the in ma- the majors who cannot play. I mean, the Marcelo field? Zuna should be a DH, but he can play the outfield. I mean, he he was in the NL last year. Zuna's we funny because he's not that old, right? He's like 29. Yeah, he's just yeah. He just is a but, butcher. I mean, look at his numbers last year. He was insane. No, I know he he really should be, a, and he's unsigned, right? Yeah, he's unsigned. Um. It, but yeah. But and he. So him. I think teams are. But no. Nelson Cruz is Nelson Cruz's agent. And, and the teams that the Dodgers. I think the Mets also have been pretty clear with him. Like if there's a DH, we will give you an offer. In fact, some have said, even said they've made a, a speculative offer based on that. Well, the AL's going to have a DH, right? There's no. They're not going to take away the AL's DH. Yeah, but I'm saying. But the only team. The only team who's competing and has a spot at where they need for is the Twins. Uh-huh. And but Cruz. Cruz would come back to the Twins tomorrow, but he wants a two-year deal, and he's 41. Mm-hmm. So the Twins don't hand out two-year deals. Well, uh, well, uh, we're we're veering into hot baseball hot stove talk, so we're gonna all save right, that. Fine, for we'll tomorrow, save that. All right, um, all right, we'll we'll make Super Bowl picks and we will talk baseball. Anything else that happens, uh, Mickey Callaway, he's a jerk. Um, was another, uh, let me. What do you think? If the Mets now have hired two of these guys, Callaway is from the previous regime, but unfortunately, the previous regime is back. Right, oh, oh, Sandy Alderson is the GM again. So, do you fi- is this fireable for Sandy Alderson that he's now hired the two main hires, the old GM and the new the old manager and the new GM, were both creeps? Is that fireable for for Sandy? Well, he's got to do better diligence, I think. 
When contacted, said right. that it, after he joined, the team learned of an incident that took place before it hired him. They investigated the matter, but declined the rec- Oh, yeah. They're going to get fired. Oh, boy. Well, at least it wasn't our Uncle Steve, the most important man in my life. Uh, I love his take, but unfortunately, he's not on Twitter. Probably all for the best that he doesn't give his Mickey Calloway take right now. It's early for his best. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, when do, when- yeah, he had a nice little run. When do you think uh, you're going to get vaccinated? I famously got vaccinated a couple days ago. Yeah. When, 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 if you had to um, guess, when do you think shouldn't shouldn't spouses of of uh, of medical workers get? My dad said that. My dad said in Israel that's what they're doing. I didn't really understand the logic. My dad tried to explain it to me, and I. I mean, now everyone has it. it. I mean, now like I, we get text in Israel, messages yeah. like, yeah, if you're yeah, yeah. twenty five and above or below, you come right now and get a vaccine. <laughs> yeah. Um, when do you think you're? you're I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not in charge. I'm not. I mean, some people are sort of trying to skip the line or find technicalities, like, oh yeah, I smoke. Uh, you would, know, give me a cigarette. What would your so wife can... say? If she found out there was like a doctor who didn't want the vaccine, not so much she knows, just like, hey, I know a doctor who doesn't who doesn't want to get vaccinated. I, I, she'd roll her eyes and think that person was dumb. I, I don't. Do, know would she be like outraged, or she'd just be like, oh, they're a dummy? Uh, who has who has the energy for outrage? Okay, all right, fine. I guess you have a bunch of kids. I mean, I, I don't. What does outrage mean? Like, she. If it's somebody who was like in her life, no, she'd be madder. But if it's somebody she has nothing, no involvement with, then why? She, what, what she supposed to get outraged for? I'm just curious. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Are you, are you, do you know a doctor who's not yeah, 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 the vaccine? Yeah. Um. All right. Oh, you, oh. There's a context here. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Oh, who is this person? No, I can tell you offline. Um. No, okay, all right. Uh, fun podcast. And, and, um, and tell me you will. Yeah, sure. Um. All right. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Uh, we'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye. And I know we weren't perfect, but I've never felt this way for no one. And I just can't imagine how you could be so okay now that I'm gone. Guess you didn't mean what you wrote in that song about me. Cause you said forever, now I drive alone. Past your street And all my friends are tired Of hearing how much I miss you But I kind of feel sorry for them Cause they'll never know you the way that I do Yet today I drove through the suburbs And pictured I was driving
Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.